Hey guys, it's Treasury John, and welcome back to the Purposes Bay podcast, where we share the stories of women who are living the Great Commission. And I was so excited uh, just to speak with her and hear her story. So let's get started. So Brittany, just go ahead and tell the listeners more about yourself, introduce yourself, share what you do and who you are and just how you got to where you are right now. Yeah, so um, I am a digital marketing strategist. So I work for a digital marketing firm here in Atlanta and I am a full-time YouTuber. Um, and yeah, that's the bulk of what I do. So I consider myself a Christian, um, millennial. So aside from creating content and creating digital content, um, my faith is a strong part of, um, the way I am as an influencer. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you believe your calling is? Say it again. What do you believe your calling is? I believe my calling is just to, um, one, to be a leader. I feel like as a millennial, and the reason why I'm so big on making sure I'm saying a Christian millennial is because I feel like in our generation, we don't really have like um, a lot of Christians who are still quote unquote hip who are still mm-hmm. trending who are still popping who are mm-hmm. still hot who are still themselves um so for me it's one just to be a leader um and at the same time sticking to like my personality being confident in who I am and the voice that God gave me the personality that he's given me mm-hmm. um but then again I also love helping women so whether that's connecting women or helping women build an extra stream of income or helping women in their prayer lives, like I'm just all for girl power. Mm-hmm. So I feel like God really blessed me in that area of like being so outgoing and in my personality and just loving to like meet new people because I feel like I kind of like um, bring that bridge in for other women so we can just all have fun and be great together. Yeah. I love that. And that's exactly how I met you. Um, actually, I'm going to just do a little segment. But I met Brittany from her YouTube channel. I actually yeah. saw from her videos. I emailed her, was like, hey, girl, I live in Atlanta. We should link up and hang out. And we've been friends ever since then. So that's real. Like women empowerment and just building each other up is very real. So um, when did you start walking in your calling, if you remember? Um, honestly, I would say, okay, it's funny because I feel like I was walking in my calling before I knew what my calling was. Mm -hmm. So like now when I look back and I'm going to speak like I'm super old, but I'm only 23. But like (laughs) when I look back to even when I was in high school, (laughs) um, a lot of my failures result in my calling. Mm -hmm. And so like me not getting accepted into FIT me taking TV production off for years in high school, mm-hmm. um, even like things like Treasure reaching out to me when I first moved here to Atlanta. Now that I look back, my calling was being manifested without me even realizing mm-hmm. it. And the only thing that was missing was my obedience to God. Mm-hmm. Girl, I got you. I was, missing, I was trying to like figure it out. Like, <laughs> 
yeah, because I was like trying to figure it out on my own and I'm trying to date for my own satisfaction and mm-hmm. I'm trying to stick with um, girls that look the part, that have mm-hmm. the following, that have mm-hmm. the lifestyle I want. I'm trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And in reality, God was actually like setting me up and placing my life exactly where it needed to be. And I was just kind of like doing my own thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, how did you know that was what you were called to do? Like, did you have any like aha moment? Did a light bulb spark like what what how did you what moment sparked the knowing that that was what you were supposed to do um what a moment I would say I don't think there was ever an aha moment Mm-hmm. I just feel like I, I spend so much time praying to God, like, please reveal to me what's my calling. Please mm-hmm. reveal to me what's my purpose. But when I actually think about it, I start to get these different opportunities to be exactly who I am. And mm-hmm. it happens so effortlessly that it's kind of like, it has to be God because this is kind of impossible. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no explanation for it. Like, the fact that I have and this is not me bragging, this is just a general, the fact that the Lord gave me a platform on my YouTube channel, and then I'm meeting these women in real life, and we're becoming real life friends like me and Treasure, mm-hmm. the fact that I really enjoy talking to people and sharing my story, but then also getting to know other people's story, the fact that every time I get invited to an event, or every time I meet somebody new, somehow I end up connecting with women, and it's just like, okay, God, I guess you are using me, and in reality, it was like, if I'm obedient to him, the assignment gets done. Mm. But it's when I'm not obedient to him that like the opportunities, I kind of like fumbled the bag, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like, because I feel like some people, when you say that, they expect you to say like, um, yeah, like it's to have this huge conference and to do this and to do yeah. that. But in reality, right now in this season, I feel like God just really wants me to like be a leader and influence other regular women just like me to be leaders too yeah yeah so when you began walking in your calling what do you feel like was one thing that you had to like stop doing or let go of um the first thing God gave me an opportunity to teach and I was teaching younger girls from ages probably like eight to 25 Mm -hmm. and so I was teaching about three times a week and I noticed is that whether the 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 girl was older than me or younger than me they looked up to me mm-hmm. and that responsibility scared me and then on my youtube channel i realized that there's thousands of strangers who are watching me who look up to me but then they take my word for whatever i say mm-hmm. and so that's when i realized Brittany, you can't just be saying anything you can't preach one thing and do a complete opposite. The person you date has to match up with the things you say out your mouth and how you carry yourself. The places you go, the people you hang around have to match up with um, what you're saying and the way you're walking and the way you're talking. And so for a long time, I hated that. I used to tell my mom all the time, like, I'm not a role model. I don't want to be these people's role model. But in reality, whether we accept it or not as Christians, we are role models. Mm. And so um, that's the hardest thing for me, but it's also the most rewarding. Okay. It was like a catch-22. Would you say that has been one of your hardships or is something else? Yeah, that has definitely been one of my hardships because sometimes we can get to this place where it's like when we fail, we also have to share that failure. 
Hmm. Um, and when we fall short, we have to share that too. And I feel like sometimes when it comes to being a role model, we're just so used to like having it all together and everybody else around us coming to us for advice. Mm-hmm. But like as a role model, you also have to share your truth. So mm-hmm. that's like the hardest thing for me. Mm. Okay. So how do you personally use your calling to elevate the glory of God? Um, That's easy. So my personality this might sound crazy but I say this all the time like my personality in itself sometimes I feel like is a gift from God mm-hmm. and so like some people just always ask me like why are you always so happy why are you always smiling why mm-hmm. are you always like prancing around and I always give glory to God and you guys would be surprised how something that small mm-hmm. people really remember mm-hmm. and so people just say like why are you always so happy because God is good and Amen. somebody who doesn't know who God is or somebody who's dealing with depression with depression will be like, because God is good, like, huh? But that's really a real thing. And so when my happiness and my joy is that consistent, they have no choice but to ask me about God. Mm. No I'm choice. so proud of you. And there's been times me. where I like, love that. <laughs> no, seriously, because there's been times where like, I'm talking like the world could be falling down and treasure knows because she's my friend like the world could be falling down in my life and I'm just still just so happy and I still have this joy and people are just like you're not taking this serious and you're too nonchalant and I'm just like God is good he'll figure it out like I'll be all right right and that in itself that could be a big deal to somebody so I know when I was younger it was more so about like I wanted all the attention so I'm like I want to be like a preacher and I want to have all these conferences and I want to talk to thousands and millions of people on stage but I had to realize that like right now my calling is definitely the everyday people that know me day to day yeah and sometimes we can forget about that while we're in pursuit of the conferences because there's nothing wrong with that but Mm -hmm. we we have to make sure that we're actually living it before we go do it in front of thousands that's true yeah so now I'm about to get into the bonus question so what does your morning routine look like okay so I have a new morning routine so um, before I used to talk to God in the shower at night Mm -hmm. and so in the morning I would literally be rushing to start my day like dreading getting out of bed my room's looking a mess I had makeup everywhere in the bathroom and I realized that if I want to be a steward of the small things in order to get blessed with greater things or greater opportunities, um, I just have to pay attention of the details of the small things. So now I'm disciplining myself where I'm waking up three hours before I have to go to work. So I have to mm. be at my nine to five by nine. I'm waking up three hours ahead so I can one, eat breakfast, two, get fed spiritually, um, whether that's a Bible plan, reading the actual Bible, worshiping, journaling, praying for an hour, whatever I want to do for that day. Mm-hmm. Then I'm literally taking my time. So making my bed, putting my makeup back, making sure I'm picking up the clothes while I'm trying them on, making sure I'm hanging up everything. So when I come home, everything is up to par mm-hmm. and I'm not like slacking on any part of my life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it may seem small, but it really does affect, like, when it comes to discipline and the person you become, I notice that when I wake up, 
you know, when I wake up a mess and when I wake up rushing my entire day, my work ethic, my relationships, everything else is like a domino effect. Yeah. So just making sure I'm more disciplined in the small things really does help. Yeah, I was watching something and they were saying that an actual morning routine starts before the morning starts. So preparing at night, like you said. Mm-hmm. So my next question yeah, is... Uh, definitely. Sorry. <laughs> so my next question is, what legacy <laughs> would you like to leave on this earth? Oh, I have been thinking about legacy for weeks, Treasure. That's so crazy you just asked me that. The legacy I would like to leave on this earth. So for one... I know for a fact I want to write a lot of books Mm -hmm. and I say that because my favorite author is John C. Maxwell and I just noticed that like whenever you talk to people who really read books and really get into reading they always have the same like classic books that every single person has read before Mm -hmm. so whether that's thinking girl rich rich dad poor dad like the alchemist there's certain books that every single person has touched at least once in their life and I feel like I want one of my books to be that one thing like as a female it's like sis did you ever read you know my book that's one definitely want to happen and I guess the next thing would just be my children I want my children to really just practice everything I preach in life Mm -hmm. and um I was just like, I would want them to say like, yeah, my mom has taught me like a lot. My parents have taught me a lot. Um, and just little things like not like for one breaking like generational curses is the legacy I would love to fulfill. Um, writing my book and then just making sure my kids are raised right. Mm-hmm. They're leaders. I love that. Mm-hmm. So do you have any advice? you would like to give to the listeners um any advice I would like to give to the listeners well for one I'm assuming that all of the listeners are millennials as well or close to it Mm -hmm. um I would just say to really look at your walk with Christ as a leader um Because I know, and this happens to me, and I remember venting to Treasure about this all the time, especially when I first got baptized, the pressure of the actual church ran me away a million times. Mm. And so I would say to get a little more personal with your relationship with God and really stop focusing so much on everybody else's opinion, because if you do that, you're going to end up empty like I did. Mm. So I had to realize like, okay, am I trying to make my friends at church proud or am I really trying to make my God proud um and I struggle with that because I'm naturally a people pleaser so it's like then what happens is you start doing things behind closed doors behind the scenes you stop venting you stop um opening up because you're so afraid of what the people think not understanding that the Lord placed them in your life to help you out not to you know not to make you feel worse Mm -hmm. um So I would definitely say, like, when it comes to being a Christian, just remember that, like, you're a leader and to make your relationship with God as personal as you can, just in case, hypothetically, just in case somebody in your church hurts your feelings, that has nothing to do with your own walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. 
So just go ahead, before we go, just go ahead and tell people where they can find you on social media. If you have a website or YouTube, just go ahead and plug all your information. Yeah, so my Instagram, my Twitter, my YouTube, and my website is all Miss Brittany M, MS Brittany M. Um, and you guys will see me a lot at all of Treasure's events. So whatever Treasure has coming up, I will be there. You can meet me there or you can beat me there. <laughs> um, and I would definitely say, oh, last thing, please make sure you guys get a sister in Christ. Treasure is one of mine. Um, and she was a sister in Christ before I even decided to fully commit to Christ. That's also really important to know. So definitely get a sister in Christ. Um, and as you guys can see, the Lord used the both of us. So definitely get it. Follow me and meet me at all of Treasure's events. And that is a wrap. I thank you guys for listening to the Purposes Bay podcast. My prayer is that you just hear yourself in the voices of these women and you're encouraged to go and live the Great Commission.